What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the IGN Movies Podcast. It has been a while, it's Tom. It's been a minute, yes. Hello, everybody. We've missed you. Yeah, very sorry about the delay, but we have been moving offices. We have been covering Comic-Con. It's been a month. Been some vacation time Plus, thrown in there, too. Yes. It has been bananas, people, but thank you. Thank you so much for your patience. Um, yeah, so I mentioned Comic-Con, Tom. We were both down there along with a gaggle of other IGNers. Yes. Um couple of big things dropped while we were down there what did you think uh what, what was your favorite trailer that dropped there uh, there were there were a few good ones and part of me early on i thought it would be glass i thought glass was like a really fun look i'm just very yeah. excited to see that sort of cinematic universe that's been cooking for like 20 years finally pay off but that was not my favorite in the end my absolute favorite trailer was godzilla king of the monsters i get goosebumps every time i watch it uh I think the the Claire, use of Claire de Lune is really cool, and I think Michael Doherty is just going to do something really cool with it. It looks like it's just going to retain the epic scale of the first movie, but yeah. also just give people more Godzilla, more uh, Ghidorah, King Ghidorah, more Mothra, obviously, is in it. So it's like, it all looks very exciting. I feel like Vera Farmiga seems like one of those, uh, those characters that, you know, is probably the villain, but they think of themselves as the savior. Uh-huh. Kind yeah, of thing. and I'll take. I'm a noted like a just Conjuring fan in general, but yeah. specifically Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. So you put them in anything, and yeah. I'll be interested. Patrick Wilson was in the Aquaman trailer. He's the villain of Aquaman, but <laughs> I wasn't quite sold on that. Jim, what about you? What was uh, your favorite? Well, yes, uh, Aquaman was not my favorite trailer that dropped there. I didn't hate it, but Shazam certainly was my favorite. I, I thought Shazam is everything I was hoping that, uh, based on the trailer, was everything I hope that movie would be. You know, it's it's basically, it's big, meets Superman, meets, you know, just, it's just a fun looking movie. And it looks like the, um, the kind of shot in the arm that the DC uh, universe could use right now. I loved, you know, Wonder Woman for the most part. But I thought Shazam just seems to have a sort of charm and a personality to it yeah. that was sorely missing from some of the other recent entries. Yeah, it's nice to see them doing something a little more bright, a little more optimistic, and and just, yeah, fun. Just yeah, like, like, it's, it's, it's nice only to two see minutes, and I already care about those characters. Uh-huh, I yeah. Mean, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I obviously, uh, Jack Dylan Grazer from It plays sort of like the, the best friend. And yeah, I, I think he plays Freddy, in who in the comics was Captain Marvel Jr. So we'll see if yeah, they go maybe. there with that character. Yeah, yeah he's definitely got a pretty high profile because of it. John so. Hansu's in that. He's yes. an Aquaman as well. Yep. And yeah, Mark so. Strong is the villain. Yeah. Can never yeah. go wrong with but Mark Zachary Strong Levi, a um, Yeah. He just, I mean, you... You just watch it. You can't imagine anyone else playing that guy. Yeah. No, he's he's just got that sort of youthful energy and yeah. that real sort of, uh, yeah, that optimism. And that's what that's what I keep thinking about when I think. And it's funny that the director is David Sandberg, who is at this point most famous for Lights Out. Yeah. It's a weird pick to and go from And Annabelle that. Creation. Yeah, and Annabelle Creation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a so, guy, so but amazing. I think he's going to be able to kind of play nicely with that sort of, you know, that experience with the dark tone. He knows how to make things serious, but it, it by... Everything I've seen in that trailer, it does look like yeah, it's going to be fun. It just, to me, it looked like, you know, it answers the question, if a kid got superpowers uh, or could become an adult with superpowers, what would he do? And and it just, you know, from them screwing around trying to figure out, well, what powers do you have to, like, you know, videoing everything that they do, you know? So, I don't know. I can't wait to see it. It'll be cool. So... 
little movie called Star Wars Episode Nine started filming this week, Tom. I, I saw that tweet from uh, director J.J. Abrams. I'm aware of that. Yeah, and they did release, you know, a press release um, a few days ago, right before the release, uh, before filming started, announcing the cast and explaining right off the bat how they were going to bring back Carrie Fisher. Um, and it was, it's got us all kind of wondering what footage they might use. Yeah, they're going to be using footage from episode seven, and there I've seen some reports about episode eight as well. Yeah, yeah. That Todd Fisher, Carrie's uh, brother, said that they are going to use some stuff from Last Jedi. And my my gut tells me that these are going to be. Yes, they said they're going to use unused footage, but they could be alternate takes. There could be. Um, you know, Maybe just it's just going to be flashes of her. Yeah, we yeah. don't quite know how large a role it could be or, you know, deleted scenes that they didn't end up putting out there for any reason. I mean, and maybe they're just working backwards from whatever dialogue was there to try and make it fit. We'll see. I mean, I'm sure they'll di- dig- uh, digitally tweak it somehow, whether it's changing mm. her hair, color of her outfit. I mean... Not to sound cynical, but I'm sure they'll want to sell some new sort of Leia action figure or something. It'd be interesting. I, you know? d- yeah, I mean, I, I would say that, yeah, I wouldn't think Star Wars does would do that. But also, they just make action figures out of everything, so you never know. Uh, but no, it does... Part of me wonders if, like, one scene, if they're going to, like, go back and do flashbacks that I feel like we could definitely see is... Uh, and there's that... Sh- it's the shot from one of the Force Awakens trailers yeah. of... Uh, Maz Kanata handing the lightsaber to Leia. Yeah. Which I don't think, with how Force Awakens ended up playing out, could be done exactly, you know, verbatim that way. But maybe that would be a good scene to pull from because I think there are also reports that Maz Kanata is going to have a much bigger role in Episode Nine than she did in Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, so that would make sense to me. That would be that'd make a, a lot of sense to and see that scene. It's been a lingering back. question fans yeah. have had too. It's like, whoa, how how did she get it? Yeah. You know, why didn't that ever pay off? Um, definitely that could be part of it. I, I do wonder too, like, if they if they won't kind of keep it what if Leia is just there at the very beginning to kind of set things in motion? Yeah. And that's all we see of her. There's still there's still so many big questions about how do you you have to bring that character to a close somehow. Yeah. So how do you do it? Yep. And I, you know what I think, and we can get into this a little bit, but like, I do think this is the way to do it. I think this is the only way that feels. Yeah. Because (sighs) writing her off by just saying like she died off screen or she's off, like helping the Republic. Like, yeah, yeah. It's an inoffensive way to do it, but does it pay the proper, respect to that character and what that character means to the franchise. And I think by using this sort of archive footage, uh, unused footage from these previous two movies, uh, it does afford them the ability to, to make something work that really does work within the context of whatever episode nine ends up being. So do you, you know, like it? Yeah. I mean, I think they, they could even use little moments before uh, they yelled action, like just Carrie being Carrie, a look on her face. Oh, uh, you think s- it'll be a like snar- it could be. Or I bet you it could be literally any footage they have of her. They must have looked at alternate takes, um, you know, uh, outtakes, blown anything that would have any bit of personality too to show you know to show something of because it, she clearly can't be saying the same lines again. 
Right. You know, so they have to figure out something to do with her. That or maybe they, what do you think? Will they digitally alter her mouth a little bit and change some lines, have somebody loop it? No, I think they, I think they're, I think they'll be creative, creative enough to get around that. And they know because like to your point, they know exactly what footage they're working with. I'm sure as soon as she passed away, they started turning all gears in their minds to figure out how to make this fit into episode yeah. nine without having to shoehorn it. Yeah. And I think they've probably found that that way. And I think it probably took them a long time. Uh, but yeah, it's I, I think that they're doing the right thing and, and I'm excited to see, you know, what's next. Well, you know, Billy D. Williams is also coming back. That's right. Uh, 